We are the future. So listen close. This is a podcast inspired by escapism. It's the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities, especially by seeking entertainment, such as engaging in fantasy. Escape with us. Not just when you want distraction from unpleasant realities, but when you want to join friends who share interesting thoughts or dreams, similar or not. People who seek and get their escape. The wind is blowing and our sails have set. Welcome to the AOK Podcast. So now, why don't we escape? You have mail and it's a special delivery. Oh yeah. Welcome to We Are Artists, a series where I interview fellow artists about their current projects, what and who inspires them. We dive into the mind of creativity, discover what shapes each artist into how they have molded themselves within the phenomena we call art. In this premiere episode, we have the pleasure of getting to know the creator of Monarchs. My name is uh, Josh Bullock. This is the kind of project that I feel will definitely inspire many. Like the many shows in particular spoken of, of that inspired him at a younger age. Which is vital. The work of our own, even if we may not think it, if ever, can be inspiring to someone young or old, regardless of the nationality or gender as well. We share messages of how important it is to find the right inspiration to mold your work, expanding it into the booming community and to find your spot within it. Find inspiration anywhere you can, even sharing how important it is to reach the hearts of the fans. And now, let's begin. All right, so we have the creator of the Monarch comic series with us today. For anyone new to your work, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh, yeah, so my name is uh, Josh Bullock. Uh, I am a freelance, um, I guess now comic book illustrator. Um, but uh, mainly I was an animator before that. So uh, basically I do both things. Um, and uh, Indiana native and, um, you know, just trying to create, um, just trying to create create something that um hopefully hasn't been seen before um with monarchs and uh something that's just a, a bit different you know and unique especially uh pertaining to black culture ah very good that is something that is pretty tricky nowadays since the community has really opened up to it's a lot easier to kind of post our artwork and what but it's still a good challenge to achieve to be able to stand out especially with your art style because um oh i actually forgot to say this earlier thanks for joining us today (laughs) (laughs) it's all good (laughs) and um with the art community it's definitely never been bigger than it is today i mean through means like instagram uh, like how i found your work and uh, so forth youtube and um Finding other artists has become an ocean of wonder. And when I first saw your art style on Instagram, it definitely stood out and caught my eye. It honestly, it's actually one of the many uh, art styles that helps me f- with finding and developing mine. Um, 
And before we dive into that part, uh, for anyone new to your work, can you tell us uh, any more about Monarchs? Yeah, um, so basically, Monarchs follows the story of uh, two friends, uh, Jakari and Pepper. Um, they're basically some kids from, from like, in the Monarch universe, um, kind of like a inner city neighborhood uh, called The Blocks, and uh, they have dreams of becoming um, these powerful fighters called Monarchs. Like, they watch them on TV. Um, in the first chapter that's actually available, they, they mimic what the Monarchs do. Um, and that's kind of how the comic begins. They're kind of mimicking the fights. Um, and so it's, it's really popular in their universe and they have dreamed of becoming this. And so um, basically it's just them going on these adventures. They start to meet some of the, uh, the uh, monarchs later on in the series that, you know, kind of lead them on this adventure. Um, and basically, you know, just opens up to this whole um, world of, different crazy characters and fights and so basically it's it's kind of like a uh a, a shonen battle type of show um or comic um where it's just going to be a lot of fights but um i definitely want to kind of delve into kind of some things within black culture but you know keep it lighthearted, keep it you know within that kind of a, a battle manga type uh thing very cool that actually as you were talking about it too it, it actually reminded me of how uh street fighter is uh, as far as that the fighting aspect and then i remember didn't you say um i hope i'm not mixing this up with something else wasn't dragon ball a one of the inspirations behind uh monarchs as well yeah it was, uh, that was a huge inspiration ah uh, yeah <laughs> just because I, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. Um, didn't know about Dragon Ball until I got a little bit older. Um, and oh, I yeah. I went back and, and watched and read that. And, and I thought that that was even better than Dragon Ball Z. But um, yeah, as a kid, man, Dragon Ball Z just opened me up to a whole different world of animation, which I'm sure it did for many American kids. Um, you know, it was the whole thing that got me into anime to begin with. So, uh, it was definitely a big inspiration. <laughs> That's great. Having the right inspiration is definitely key to uh, development. And with Dragon Ball, yeah, I can I can agree with that. I mean, there there are a lot of aspects with Dragon Ball that made it truly unique, especially compared to Dragon Ball Z. Like both great series, but Dragon Ball had definitely a lot of special touches on it more uh you, you saw more hand-to-hand -hand techniques more kung fu kind of things it just felt the fights felt really more like that and nothing against dragon ball z you know they took it in a pretty cool direction too but there was just something real special about dragon ball <laughs> and, uh, they, yeah, nothing against dragon ball z and dragon ball super because i mean it's definitely cool seeing you know all these powerful attacks and all that stuff right yeah, something with dragon ball it just and it was more about the comedy in Dragon Ball as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Dragon Ball Z had this comedy, but, um, you know, Dragon Ball is super centered around comedic, um, you know, comedic events that just continuously went throughout the show. So, um, 
I think that's what really drew me to liking that more so than uh, than Dragon Ball Z. Even though, like I said, Dragon Ball Z is always going to have a special place in my heart because you know, and there's nothing that I would be so excited coming home after school at four o'clock <laughs> and sitting down watching Toonami, you know, <laughs> waiting on that next episode. So. Oh yeah, the cliffhangers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's what really kept us into it though, like especially just hearing that announcer tune in for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, that's something you never <laughs> So we found that that was definitely inspiration for you. Um pretty good one. Uh were there any other like inspirations as far as any anime, games, movies, or artists um, for you as an artist as well? So, um, so yeah, so actually, well, uh, let's take it back. Dragon Ball was actually an inspiration. It, so, as of now, Dragon Ball was kind of the main inspiration. At the time that I started developing Monarchs, which was about a year ago, um, I was actually stuck between Dragon Ball um, My Hero Academia and nice. One Punch Man because <laughs> I had just started watching One Punch Man and I was real into that um, and then also with My Hero Academia I had been following that and I started reading the manga oh, so yeah. I was super inspired by that um, but then yeah as time went on I kind of said no I just want this to be more focused towards, towards how Dragon Ball um, how Dragon Ball went instead of kind of you know that granted i do want to add some elements from these other shows like i love the silliness of one punch man <laughs> it's just super ridiculous oh yeah uh, <laughs> like they don't care about nothing in that show <laughs> <laughs> and uh and i love it um and then like my hero academia um you know with the whole school aspect i do like like that part and you know kind of teaching these these kids um you know kind of the history of whatever's in that universe um so i like that aspect as well so those are different things that i hope you know to really introduce but basically like the heart of what dragon ball was um that's kind of what i want to focus on very good the i i can see that too um with your art style from uh, remember i remember the first thing when i saw that dragon ball was one of your inspirations um i'm more light-hearted you like you especially in the eyes and i see the kind of lightheartedness too especially in jakari with his eyes you know you see that that pep that fire that passion for wanting to achieve his uh his goals <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, a, he's a little more hardened and, uh, you know, and not really I mean granted his character is still lighthearted, but um, right. you know but in his design you can definitely see that he's definitely like more hardened and ready for battle than he was as a child and so I just love that you know 
even they they haven't really developed his character, but you know you don't have to know his character. You can just see it in his design, right? That he's battle hardened. Um, so that is the true power of the character design. There is it's the classic. A picture can tell a thousand words. I mean, it goes wholeheartedly, especially with a character design. You can often tell a lot about a character based on how they look, their mannerisms, their facial expressions, how they're essessentially to even how they're uh, posed in the picture. It's it can really tell a lot about the character, and that's awesome. And it's great that with uh, Jakari, especially I when you mentioned those uh, similarities with Goku it was it started to stand out a bit more and that's really great like the classic um, Kid Goku thing going on with that and especially with One Punch Man and <laughs> and My Hero Academia those are definitely some very um, booming stories too that have been in, in recent years uh, those are some really good ones as well I've really taken a liking to those uh, one Punch Man especially was <laughs> one that was just really wacky and the idea alone is just hilarious like that even inspired a character of mine that I want to include in the future because uh, <laughs> it was like a parody I wanted to do since that show alone was itself a parody so I thought parodying a parody that's actually kind of interesting but you know it's right <laughs> It's just really funny thinking of like just getting these inspirations. It's always <laughs> quite a it could be a good challenge and just something very entertaining to do once you have that inspiration from these other uh, creations. Has there ever been like a creation you did where it's like, uh, I don't know about that, but I mean, I'll, I'll work with it. See if it grows into something. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's funny because um, I if you go through like my Instagram, there's a, a couple of characters <clears throat> that I made as kid as a kid, and uh, you know I designed these full stories for them, um, and you know I, I kept working with these characters all the way up and even in high school. Um, you know I just was in love with these characters. I was like, man, I can't give these characters up. And uh, and then as I got older, I was like, man, you know, these characters kind of don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get that I liked them as a kid, but, you know, they really don't make sense. And so, but then when I came up with Monarchs, I said, well, here's a world that's kind of wacky. Like, you know, I mean, the main character's fighting a milk jug in the first <laughs> episode. Awesome you know, design, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just, just, thanks, thank you. Just this huge milk jug, and I'm like, this is perfect. Like, <laughs> I can bring these characters back, and they will make sense <laughs> in this right. world because you know a lot of stuff doesn't make sense. And, you know, and people will accept them, and I'll actually have a show for them to place them in. So yeah, there's been characters that I've had that I've been like, I don't know, because actually, my senior project. Uh, was called heroic and actually that pilot is on my youtube channel which i can i can uh send you that stuff later oh yes please but um but yeah on my youtube channel um i did a pilot and uh and that was an idea that was like my monarchs back five six years ago um 
And, uh, and then over time, I just kind of fell out of it, which I hate that I did that. Um, just because I got busy with other work, you know, trying to, you know, get job in animation was tough. Yeah. And so I was really trying to hone my skills, um, to be able to get into, you know, the industry and then started YouTube. I started doing parody videos of things in order to be able to find a job or make some money. So I just completely just had to drop that idea. But now that Monarchs exists, you know, and, and this whole idea could possibly come back in the future, um, as something. So, so yeah, I've definitely had those projects where I've been like, dang, man, I'll just have to put this aside. Something <laughs> comes out of it. You know. Oh yeah, I can relate to that. I've had a lot of those from way back to elementary school to even like just like a few weeks ago. I've been trying to condense a lot of my characters because I started marking them all down, uh, making sure I have all the names. And as I did this, I was thinking, why do I even have this character? Because um, a lot of my stuff right now is mainly focused around um wonderland and oz related stuff so there were characters i wanted to bring into the story and then i was like i mean this character's i mean i, I like that they this character was in that original story but is there really a purpose for me doing this just for some fan service uh, so i started thinking about it and i was like i don't really need this character i started condensing and ma mixing characters together to make sure i don't have like a one piece uh, level of <laughs> characters where there's like hundreds upon hundreds and I'm like I don't need all these characters especially if it's just me working on the story pretty much um, this these these stories that I'm doing um, the main series is called Odd Company and it's kind of a mashup of Wonderland and Oz where you have um, my own versions of these characters and then a bunch of original characters too that kind of all uh, mixed together and have this kind of massive issue to deal with that they slowly are, are uncovering as they go by um, mainly at first it starts with like it deals with like a bunch of dreams and nightmares sort of thing um, a lot of things manifesting from that and I have one episode currently now on my uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. I'm trying to get it back on YouTube. And then from there, I'm going to keep going because SoundCloud has a subscription. And I'm like, I would love to do a subscription, but I've kind of maxed out on subscriptions right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. thank you it's yeah it's definitely something i wanted to uh keep note of as i was working on this stuff um as i was developing his first with the wonderland side of things that all started when uh the tim burton movies had come out and i thought this is really cool i want to like do something with this and then a character or not a character a co-worker of mine wanted me to design a uh, a tattoo form of this red riding hood character uh from a fighting game and I thought, I want a Red Riding Hood character now. <laughs> so <laughs> I started to look up just to make sure that these characters were in the, the public domain, just to make sure, you know, I wouldn't get sued by anybody. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, that's something else that I, 
I'm looking at myself. Right. <laughs> it's actually really great. It's good to see. Um, just like I wanted to have something to kind of build a base off of. And they, these stories always were fun to me anyway. And just so massive in scale. Um, as far as the books go, um, a lot of movies and TV shows have delved into them to a degree. But it's kind of great to see. Because I, I love different versions of stuff. So that's why shows like you have, you know, like we were saying before, Dragon Ball, uh, Z, and then Super. It's like great to see these different versions of these uh, characters and seeing them grow. And I'm sure with Monarch, it's going to be the same where you have, you see these characters from the beginning and then seeing them grow from to the middle to the end. It's going to be like just so great to see. And then. All, all the other animes that inspire us on books and movies, just seeing the beginning to end is just quite quite a journey to to see. And that is let's see here. Going back to my notes real quick. Um now with I see that especially with like how you we were saying to to get into the industry. You kind of have to. There's kind of essentially the the basis of skills that need to be had. Um, I know one of them is definitely, especially in our generation. You know, you got to be tech savvy, know Photoshop, and have the digital realm of things pretty much mastered. I, definitely. So with that, is would you say is digital your one of your favorites? Or you still prefer traditional? What's your kind of favorite uh, method and utensil? So, unfortunately, I've completely moved to digital. Uh, oh. I, uh, it's, it's, it's actually funny because I, I follow some artists on Instagram and, uh, you know, I see them doing traditional work and I'm just like, dang, man. <laughs> I, need to, I need to get the sketchbook back out and start doing that stuff again instead of doing everything, you know, on a computer. Um, but, yeah, just digital... Um, just and I mainly do it just because like I try to find new features um, and learn them in programs and um, and granted while doing sketches and sketching is, is a great way to you know obviously develop your your drawing skills um, you're not really developing uh, you know your tech skills right of what you can use and so you know one thing that um. For instance, I use Clip Paint Studio, um, which I think is like the best, you know, program, especially when it comes to comics and manga. Um, I don't think I'd use Photoshop at all. Like <laughs> Photoshop just completely fell off for me. <laughs> um, but uh, just because, yeah, Photoshop just, I, I just, I don't know. Like <laughs> as far as drawing goes, I feel a lot more comfortable in Clip Paint, and I feel like it's made for you know, my, um, it's made for what I'm trying to do. Whereas Photoshop is like, oh, you know, it's for painters, but it's mainly for photo, you know, for photos and clip paints. Like, no, we're not doing photos. <laughs> you know, it's, it's for you artists. Oh, uh, as far as drawing. Yeah. You know, not saying that photography isn't an art. But as far <laughs> as like comics and cartoons, this is a program for you. Um, but so yeah, I, I just I feel like I need to learn some of these programs and um, and I think and, and I can sketch in Clip Paint Studio, which is really cool. Um, 
you know so there's just a lot of different things that i try to to do as far as like uh making i guess getting better with uh the technology that i have but yeah i do need to get back into just doing some regular sketching i can totally relate to that um but from the opposite side of things i have been mainly well actually 99 percent of my skill is just traditional i keep trying to get into the digital uh aspect of things but <laughs> it's like i want to do it on my phone but then i thought i don't want to do it on my phone because i'm a screen uh, you know i want to do have a actual good screen resolution um like on my computer for instance or even my uh my ipad but then when i tried to do it on my ipad i thought man i kind of don't want to even do it on this screen <laughs> so then um i actually ended up buying a one of those drawing tablets and i forgot what brand it is it's i have it somewhere in along my art stuff but i tried using it on my laptop and the funny thing was it worked pretty good in the app it came with but i tried to do it in photoshop and it was lagging like nobody's business Um, the program it came with, I forgot what it was called, because at this time I was pretty well versed with Photoshop as far as just like, well, I should say just like the basics of um, cutting here, pasting there, and eh, general stuff. But uh, as far as actual, like doing different layers to make sure I color the right thing. And then I realized maybe it's not the laptop, maybe it's just Photoshop itself with this tablet, I don't know. But um, I... I am interested in looking into clip paint now to see if that might be better for me. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely give clip paint a try. Um, and usually they have deals. Uh, I can't. I don't know the exact price. I'll I'll send that information to you. Uh, but because I I initially bought the uh, bought the program for I think it was like forty dollars because they had like a sixty percent off sale or something. Whoa, um, nice. And then yeah, it was it was pretty dope. And then they had a, another sale for the upgraded version, which that new version comes with um animation. So now you can create like a traditional 2D animation and clip paint, which is freaking dope and which I still need to figure out. But um, you know, that I think what it's definitely not eighty dollars. We'll just say that. I paid eighty dollars <laughs> for it. <laughs> And it wasn't $80. Um, <laughs> so they have these sales often. And uh, so I would say if you if you uh, can sign up to their little newsletter or whatnot, um, that way you can get those updates and, and hit those sales. Um, but but yeah, definitely try Clip Paint. Um, and then obviously, I just have Clip Paint and all of the, uh, the Adobe stuff. So I got like the Adobe Master Suite. Um, only because After Effects, I, I won't use anything else. <laughs> After Effects is, is my baby. Um, but yeah, After Effects and Premiere and like I said, Photoshop a little bit. But uh, And then I use Animate since I can't afford Toon Boom. Um, I can totally understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford I mean, I want to buy Toon Boom outright and I'm like, I can't afford, you know, $1,000. Right <laughs> It's, it's a future investment that right. makes them so 
it's kind of like comic markers. Like I, I want to get those, but then I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I do too, and I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just a lot of money. Yeah, the funniest thing is every like almost every artist that I, I follow on YouTube, they seem to have it. I'm just like, what? Okay. <laughs> That's the best part about it too, that art in general is way more accessible than before. We can, from a little notepad, sketchbook, to our phone, tablet, it's, there's just so many different ways we can end up uh, doing this. So with that, uh, you saying that you're uh, mainly just digital now, I think I have about just two more questions left here. Now with me, it's, I typically always have something with me. Um, most people tend to call it a, a, a man purse or a purse. I call it a satchel. <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> I usually have that with me. Oh, what was that? I was going to say, I'm about to get me uh, the, the print site that I use for my t-shirts. They have a, uh, they have little tote bags. <laughs> so, man, I'm about to make a Mars tote bag and carry that around with me. So I, don't, I feel you. <laughs> Oh man, that actually goes into the into the question too. <laughs> um, yeah, cause I usually have that so I can have like at least some type of sketchbook with me. And the goal this year is to start drawing on my iPod or iPhone or iPad at least until I uh, get some kind of new fixture going. Maybe I'll break out the uh, uh, drawing tablet again and see if I can get that other program working. Besides, outside of Photoshop, I mean, but um. So, with that, do you usually mainly just draw at home then, or do you usually do you carry something with you so you can draw? Um, so, I mean, I guess it depends on where I'm going. Like, if I'm so if I'm out of town, I'll I'll carry a sketchbook. Um, but uh, so I have a um, I have a Wacom tablet. <laughs> Don't ask me how I was able to get that. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, for real. One of my friends from my old job, he um, he had a, a Wacom tablet, and he was selling it because I guess he was getting another one. Which uh, he he's got money like that, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he was basically like, "Hey, I got this tablet. You know, I'll sell it to you for like two fifty. Um, and you know, this is like a thousand dollar tablet. <laughs> like, Whoa. Yeah, I'll take the thing for two fifty. Yeah, um, yes, please." <laughs> Yeah, right. So, uh, so, so essentially, yeah, and it's pretty much its own computer. So, uh, that's pretty much what I use. So if I like go somewhere else, I'll take that, um, and leave like my laptop stuff at home, home uh, and just kind of boot that up. And then I have all my programs, <clears throat> all my programs loaded to that. So I can still just use everything on my Wacom. Uh, you know, so I got the little portable stuff that goes with that, which is pretty dope. But, um, but yeah, so if I'll have that and then I'll do my sketchbook. Um, and then I downloaded, um, I think it's sketchbook pro. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. On my phone. 
Um, and so, and that's just ma- mainly messing around. Like if I get an idea for a character or something and I like need to draw them real quick, that's mainly what I use that for. Uh, you know, especially if I don't have a notebook or if I don't have my wake up tablet with me, like I'm like, Hey, I really need to <laughs> get this drawn so I don't forget. Um, I'll just whip out my phone and just do it real quick. So that's mainly what I use. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much what I what I have on me. Excellent. That yeah, that's a good idea. Like it's something that I love expressing to especially up and coming artists, people who wanna either are new to drawing or maybe just want new tips and tricks to help them uh, grow their skill. It's definitely encouraged to have you know like you said depending on where you're going uh to have something with you that is convenient for you to draw whether it is like a little pocket notebook or a tablet if you have one etc like there's by any means whatever you can draw with go ahead (laughs) yeah yeah i mean man that's the only way you're gonna get better (laughs) oh yeah constantly drawing constantly drawing um no, that's why I usually tell, especially like you just said, younger artists. I'm like, keep drawing. Like you have to do it pretty much every day. You have to draw something. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get back into that myself. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, do it now, do it while you're young. Because when you get older, <laughs> yeah. unless it's like your, unless it's like your job, you know, you'll 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 lose it because you got other things you got to take care of. Oh yeah. I've seen it happen with a lot of people. Like my my parents were both artists. They 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 went on the same route. But my mother actually she she just actually was like, "Yeah, this takes too long. I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> and she used to be really good. Like she used to do realism, and it was just it was a shame to see her like give that up. But yeah, it's it's speaking from experience. <laughs> it can happen really easily, even if you have a passion yeah. for it at one point. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it happened. It, I, I, I guess it's a pattern because it, it happened with my parents and uh, <laughs> my grandfather. Because everybody jokes like, "Oh, your grandfather used to draw really well," and he stopped. And you know, I'm like, "Why?" Well, he was working at a factory. Oh. So I think, uh, yeah, I, I think that's that was a huge thing. And obviously, my parents stopped because you know they had kids and they had other things they had to take care of so uh, i guess they're kind of living through me <laughs> right now oh yeah totally understand that <laughs> you know uh, but yeah man uh yeah i hate to see it i hate to see it too like i hate to see friends and family members who, who definitely have a talent just kind of you know give it up yeah oh boy well with that was there that's that's good though. That's good to see that you had other um, members of the family that were artist that are that have the that are, that are artists still. Even even if you give it up, you know, it's still artists at heart at least. So that's that's something. Right. Um, do you have any? I think this this is the last question I got before we uh, close up here. Do you have a top influential um, artist? Um... Uh, this might seem this might seem uh, <laughs> this might seem obvious because uh <laughs> a lot of seems like a lot of black artists go towards this person <laughs> you probably know what i'm about to say Uh-oh. Uh, <clears throat> but uh it was a uh, basquiat um i actually started looking into 
some of his work. I saw a documentary about him, and I was like, hey, man, this dude's dope. Like, <laughs> he was just out here street art and, and ended up, you know, becoming this big artist and, uh, you know, getting up under Andy Warhol and, you know, started doing this crazy, crazy stuff that in a, in a style that a lot of people, you know, even, I mean, not today, but back then thought, oh man, this is like child chicken scratches. Um, but obviously, you know, the art industry don't care about that. They saw some talent and, uh, you know, they, they really lifted him up. It's unfortunate he, you know, died so early. Um, but just seeing a lot of his art even today selling for, you know, <laughs> multi millions. Um, oh, yeah. I jumped on the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and actually, and this is, I'll, I'll, I'll say this is one of the little secret things that I, that I'm, that I have but um, one of the characters uh, and I'll let you let you figure it out one <laughs> of the characters was inspired by a Basquiat painting ah. so, yeah so when I when I actually developed Monarchs I was again I was into a lot of his art and I kind of based because again my whole idea for Monarchs was taking black culture and you know uh, trying to mix it in with with anime and mix it in with with Dragon Ball and stuff like that and so I said man Basquiat's got some weird freaking stuff (laughs) so let me me go here and see if I can make anything out here and it's crazy the characters that you can come up with based on some of this stuff I am really excited to hear that actually (laughs) Um, I'm sure I've seen his work. It's I'm horrible at names, but yeah, I'm sure I've seen oh, yeah, it. You, you see, he's got the he's got the weekend haircut. Oh, that's crazy! He was the weekend before the weekend. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he inspired a lot of people, man. Oh, he, especially black. <laughs> Ah, oh, gotcha. That's good. That's good. I'm looking forward to looking up his work. Uh, it's hard to keep up sometimes. There's so many just good artists from back then to now. It's just like, oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm tr- yeah trust me. You, like When you see it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. <laughs> I'm great. I'm glad to hear that. Um, with that, is there um, any other things you'd like to mention um, from anything from like your projects or anything that you'd like to mention regarding that or anything uh, for any future artists? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so, uh, to start off, um, chapter two, where I'm inking it now. So um, chapter two should hopefully be coming out soon. Um, and then I also have an animation um the amazing Amy Davis, um, who is a, a cosplay and uh, voice act- actress. Uh, she is doing the voice of Jakari and Pepper. And uh, basically, yeah, just doing like a little short where the boys kind of introduce themselves. Um, you know, just something fun for Instagram, uh, just to kind of get people used to Jakari's voice. 
and stuff like that. So hopefully that could turn into a show later on. Oh um, yeah, you know, and and then we'd already have the two main character voices, you know, uh, uh, solidified. So um, so yes, yeah, so there's those projects coming out soon, um, and then basically what I would say to some of these younger artists, man, is just, uh, first of all, keep drawing, like I said before, but secondly, uh, you know, be be inspired. Like, I know for a lot of young artists, it kind of is disheartening when you see some older artists who are making these crazy good works of art, and you're like, oh, I'll never be that. And it's like, Dude, you're 15. <laughs> this person's this person's like 30, 40, 40 years old. Like they had to be where you were at a time. Like no one just came out. Well, there's some people, but <laughs> for the most part, no one came out being this good. You know, and and even when I, I mean, I still don't consider my monarch stuff super good, but compared to some of the artists who are actually my age or older but i'm just like you know i had to start somewhere right you know my art didn't look like this i was drawing crappy anime characters and sonic fan characters <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, I can relate to that too <laughs> <laughs> you know with you know so i was doing all that stuff back in the day as a kid man and and doing the same thing that some of these kids are doing now and they just feel like they're not going to make it it's like look I'm proof of that like you just have to keep honing your skill you know keep working on it and just don't let don't let anybody tell you that their work sucks <laughs> you know you know uh, make them give you criticism don't make them just say it sucks or it's BS or whatever you know ask them why why what what do you think I can change? Because I guarantee you, the people who are saying that it's, you know, crap or whatever, they're not going to have anything to follow up. It's mainly those people that, you know, are giving you constructive criticism from the jump. Those are the people that matter, that you should be listening to. Oh, yeah. Constructive criticism is key for a reason. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's <is> very key. <laughs> there's constructive criticism, and then there's just people thinking that they're doing criticism yeah that's that's actually <laughs> i actually started thinking about that too why i always make a point to make sure that i have constructive in front of crit criticism when i say it because it's like there that's the good criticism and then there's just bad toxic criticism usually if you ask these people well what what is it that you don't like or what could i change or what is you know what do you not like about this more than not, I guarantee you they'll have nothing to say. Right. <laughs> so that's why it doesn't matter what they have to say. They may try to say something, but they'll fail. <laughs> yeah. They'll fail or they'll just double down and even, you know, get more vulgar with their statement. Right. <laughs> so, trust me, I've been on YouTube for a while, I know, and I'm sure you know how that works. <laughs> Oh yeah, people. There's there's some videos I do, I just refuse to look at the comments. Like whether it's my channel or others, I just like nope. <laughs> it's an abyss. Like, I'm, not going, I'm not going down that rabbit hole, man. This is gonna hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah. <laughs> Excellent. 
All right. Well, it was great having you on. Uh, looking forward to having you back in the future as well. Oh, definitely. Hey, anytime, man. Anytime. I love doing this stuff. Ah, thank you. Me too. And there we have it. Thanks for listening to our debut episode of We Are Artists. Key points of this episode were exploring the mediums of art and find what's most fun to do for you. There are plenty of great and inexpensive means to help grow your skill. Starting off with a free app on your phone is completely fine, even drawing off it with just your fingers. Bring some sort of medium with you. It doesn't have to be your laptop or something bulky. Try a pocket-sized sketchbook, or even, as said before, an app off your phone. And we may have spoken about mainly drawing art here today. Stay tuned for other discussions from music to photography in the future. Art is limitless. Thanks again to Josh for being on the show, and I look forward to having him back in the future, especially as his projects grow, and I hope you do too. Don't let your age or skill diminish your morale and passion. Links for the projects he's working on and his Instagram will be listed below in the description, along with my projects as well. If you would like to be featured on the show, let me know either via Instagram or comment below or even email. Your best bet is probably Instagram, though. <laughs> Keep art alive Ooh, what can i say the first episode is done and i feel amazing <laughs>